It's time to strip away the music, cancel out the vocals, and only focus on the lyrics. Because this is Song Words. Hey guys, how are you? It's hey, hey guys. Hi. <laughs> how it, are you? It is Damon, and this person next to me, or from afar, however you like to look at it, it is Ellis. I am in one of the moons of Jupiter, but I don't remember which. That explains why the signal is so poor. Thank you, Skype. It's a terrible signal. Don't sponsor us, please. Um, Don't add us. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. So, we are talking about Cardi B. Cardi. Cardi B. And she makes money moves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I will say that there's a lot of things that you can get from this album. One, you will always remember her name because she keeps yelling at it. She does mention it quite a bit. And she makes a lot of money. A lot of money. So much money. As you can see, I we, we have a very minimal knowledge of Cardi B as a person. Right. We're not very experienced with rap. We like rap songs. Sure. We like rap albums. Yes. We're, we're fans of that, but we won't say that we're necessarily the connoisseurs the the experts of rap and so if you're expecting a thorough description of what we did with sophie or whichever one that we placed before this album (laughs) (laughs) uh, you're going to see that this is going to be a little bit different we're drifting from our comfort zone but we will try our best just Don't expect authenticity this time around. We're going to be looking at this album from afar, as strangers, almost, because we are not quite familiar with some of the history. References, slang, a lot of different just play on words will probably fly right over us. Yeah. And instead of educating ourselves and getting a better understanding, we're just going to go with it. (laughs) Yes, and forgive us for taking some of the lyrics possibly too literally but when has that stopped us before yeah i mean just just go with it you know what you're getting (laughs) into if you've seen the throwaways you know exactly what's going to happen yes if you're very afraid please run away now (laughs) leave and speaking of lyrics we are using the great genius for helping us find all the lyrics to this album, which is called Invasion of Privacy. They're great. We like them. So now, we've already expressed our complete uh, <laughs> blankness towards uh, Cardi B, mm-hmm. but do you have anything to just, like, <laughs> prepare us for this? Uh, you know, I did a little bit of research, and I found out that Cardi B is indeed a rapper. Um, what? Yes. From the Bronx, mind you. <laughs> that's got, not that far from here not no well, not too far from you uh she got her first start as a cast member on vh1's love and hip-hop new york in 2015 subsequently earning herself a pretty good fan base and internet recognition thus helping her launch a musical career In 2016, she released a couple of mixtapes before signing with Atlantic Records, which would lead to her putting out one of the biggest songs of 2017, Bodag Yellow. And then 
of course releasing her debut album, Invasion of Privacy, earlier this year. She also gave birth to her first child this year after getting married to Offset, one of the three members of Migos, late last year. Congratulations. Congrats. Now, there are quite a few writers attached to this album. Of course, a few that are listed are there because of sampling and don't actually have anything to do with this final product. But Cardi B is credited for writing every track on the album. But various writers do join her, especially if they're featured in the song, but not very consistently, meaning it doesn't seem like one writer, aside from Cardi B, of course, had their hands all over on at least, on at most two tracks. Yeah, you can kind of kind of tell throughout the entire album that this is very much a Cardi B as a front project. It's It's very much her style that's very consistent throughout the entire album, which is cool for how diverse the whole album is, I must say. I mean, there are definitely a few producers that are part of it that yes. you know go in and out throughout the album, but obviously we're not talking about the musical side of this album. But yeah, I, I think we're going to find out that once you take the lyrics away from the music, there are some serious moments. There are some actually deep moments in this album, um, but... It takes away from the vibe, I guess, that I think people like Cardi B a lot for. You know what? Let's just jump in. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go with the first track off the album, and it is Get Up 10. Never been a fraud in my motherfucking life. Get money, go hard. Damn fucking right. Stunned on these bitches out of motherfucking spite. Ain't no running a bummy. Went for nothing to glory. I ain't telling y'all to do it. I'm just telling my story. I don't hang with these bitches because these bitches be corny. And I got enough bras. Y'all ain't got Get up, 10, Ellis. Get up, 10, Ellis. Basically describes everything you need to know about Cardi B from the beginning to now. Yes. She grew up poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the more uh, notable parts in her life that was that she was a stripper. Yes, in a in a dance club. Right. Uh, after some time, she she made it. She got successful, and it was all great. She says that in a lot more words than I just did. <laughs> oh yes, there. It's almost like there's no chorus in this song. It's just basically her explaining exactly what happened and clarifying things because it seems like certain things have been misconstrued when she was first jumping onto the scene. And I think this is the song, this is the antidote for that. She's quite candid too. She mentions that her boobs are fake. Cool. (laughs) She made tuna sandwiches. She does. Now, I I, I feel for her. Mm -hmm. I would never make a tuna sandwich. Speak for yourself, which you did. (laughs) I I hate Uh, tuna. (laughs) You do? I like tuna only in rolls, uh, in sushi rolls. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, this <laughs> some insight into my life of hardship. <laughs> That's not the kind of tuna we're describing here, but fine. Okay, good. This man likes tuna rolls. Congratulations. Thank you. This, I think, is her most serious song. It's the most insightful out of the bunch. She does have uh, some deep songs, but mostly relating to a certain situation that has to do with her phone. And possible exes and all that kind of stuff. But in this case, this is definitely about her life. 
and I like it. It is such a good song in that it's sort of very... I'm not going to talk about music. <laughs> so what I will say is that... Actually... Okay, I, I'm going to talk about music for Go just ahead. a second. It, we won't Be- kill you and just for to it. say that the music is actually not very important to this song. Mm-mm. What actually what actually is is the build up of the lyrics because she she talks about her struggles and that she's she's here and then and things are better and that she's she's making the news. It's all great, uh, and I just love the end where she, she says it's like, "Man, I said we gonna win. Knock me down nine times, but I get up at 10. I was like. You go, you go, Zoro. Good, good for you. Oh yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you go, Zoro. It is a really good song. I will give her that. It's actually pretty well written. It's very clear what she's trying to talk about and what she's saying and what has happened. You know exactly what is going on with her. Yeah, and and some play of words I really like, like the some of the first lines. Uh, Mama couldn't give it to me, had to get it at Sue's. Lord only knows how I got in those shoes. I must say, her rhyming is on point. It's so good. <laughs> there are certain lines, which we'll get to later, that are just so bloody catchy. Let's move on to Drip. I've been that business pajamas with footies One MVP and I'm still a rookie like whoop. I gotta work on my anger Might kill a bitch with my fingers I gotta stay out of Gucci I'm finna run out of hangers Is she a stripper, a rapper, a singer? I'm busting blacks in the belly, my singer Right through your hood like bitch, I'm the mayor You not my bitch, then bitch you a danger Came through drippin' Came through drippin' Came through drippin' Diamonds on my wrist, they drippin' Ice Came through drippin' Ellis, have you ever, ever came through dripping? Yes, I went to the beach. (laughs) I didn't dry myself properly. Right. Normally, I would just say that she, or, and Offset, and Migos, the rest of Migos, are very wet. Are are just soaking wet. They're all very wet. The the other thing is that there's diamonds on their wrists. Yes. And they're dripping. The, the diamonds are dripping, Liquefied sure. diamonds? Well, liquid diamonds. Diamonds are ice, and ice drips, doesn't it? But that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Why? I've seen engagement rings. They still hold up after a couple of years. I mean... Are they put in the cooler? I'm just saying, if there's that much dripping, there must be a lot of diamonds. Okay, uh, so I, I kept this away from myself just for this moment. What does dripping actually mean? Dripping. Are you actually asking me that question, or you are uh, trying to figure out the context? I want to know the context! <laughs> <laughs> well, well, obviously, I think what they mean is that, the as you know, like you're wearing necklaces and you have diamonds on them, that they're dripping. They're like dripping. You're dripping in diamonds. As the man tries to figure out why he's even talking to me, Okay, so so try to understand these lines. It's going to be a little bit difficult. What are you having difficulty with? They want to poop on the women. <laughs> There's a lot Line of... Line up my wrists on these people. Now I look down on them. There was another rap album this year from a person named Cupcake. And she... She was very graphic. And I, I don't think Cardi B is as graphic, but it, it does come off. In various areas. She wants to kill a woman with her fingers. She does. She's gotta stay out of Gucci, though. Actually, I do like this this uh, this set of lines. I gotta stay out of Gucci. I'm, f- I'm fine running out of uh, hangers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know, it's kind of funny. 
I think it's funny, but then I'm also curious why she thinks hangers are expensive and Gucci isn't. Yeah, she should get more hangers. <laughs> she should probably just get hangers. I don't. Gucci doesn't have hangers, which is, you know, that that's probably why she's running out of. She she wouldn't be caught dead at a Target. <laughs> I think these people have anger problems. Fifty racks got my jeans fit and tight. Good for you, Offset. <laughs> I'm too rich to get into a fight. Well, that's good, but Cardi B seems to be perfectly fine to start fighting. We can just move on. This is going to be very difficult. We can stay here forever. I'm going to move us. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's talk about Big and Head. Big and Head. Now I said luxury apartment. I'm young and I'm hardly. There's a vision in my vision. That bitch is a target. Lawyer is a two. He gon' chew up all the charges. It matter if you fuck with me, I get money regardless. I keep forgetting this song exists. <laughs> it's here. I, I, I ran into, when I was trying to do some research on this, I ran into a problem of where uh, the point of changing uh, the C to a B and that apparently it had something to do with a blood gang tradition. And they tried to approach some other lines that she mentioned, like Bodak Yellow, with that context. And I don't think that's correct. So I don't know how prevalent this gang or this tradition is to her specifically, because I think this is the only time this is ever mentioned. I think people try to put it on other songs and other lyrics, but... There are some other reasons why that could have been the case. She is, of course, called Cardi B, for goodness sakes. <laughs> she would put the B in things, wouldn't she? Bodak Yellow is an example. Bodak Yellow is an example. Yes, it should be Kodak, don't you think? Well, it's it's a reference to Kodak Black. Yes. Well, right, right. I'm referencing both that and the camera. Now, there's a line I have to um, examine at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Lawyer is a Jew. <laughs> he gonna chew up all the charges. Now, the, the minute I see lines like that, I get a little bit uh, shaky, because, you know, I don't like lines that directly reference Jews in sort of stereotypical positions. I mean, I don't think she's trying to be offensive. I, I think it's supposed to be slightly funny. Like, a little aha. <laughs> like, it, does, it does kind of... I liked uh, Genius's explanation, which is just saying, it's like, he's Jewish, so he's going to be very diligent at this job. He's going to do a great job. Right. I'm like, it's fine. It's a good sure. stereotype. <laughs> it is a good stereotype. I, I, I'm sorry for the other lawyers who, who are not so diligent and therefore not Jewish. Aside from that, I really don't have much to say about this track. Get some chicken. Get some chicken. Guap. Guap. Get some bread. Get some bread. There's a lot of food uh, in this. What one. a night. I need that cheese. She is hungry. This, that, collard greens, cornbread, neck bone, back fat. Nick knack paddywhack. Next. The first single off the album, Bodak Yellow. I'm like, okay, I let him get what he want. He buy me East Laurent in the new whip. When it go fast as a horse, I got the trunk in the front. I'm the hottest in the street. No, you probably heard of me. Got a bag and fix my teeth. Hope you hoes know it ain't cheap. And I pay my mama bills. I ain't got no time to chill. Think these hoes be mad at me. They baby father run a bill. Say, little bitch, you can fuck. 
fuck with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is red bottoms, these is bloody shoes. This is before I really understood Cardi B. I did not like this song when it first came out last year. It was on the radio, it was everywhere, and I was trying to avoid it. See, the, the good thing about me is that I don't listen to the radio, so... The past two years have been really good for me and my perception of mainstream music because if I liked something that appeared on the radio, I can just listen to it at my own time and, and I will never get sick of it because I'll only listen to it as much as I want to. So I only heard Bodak Yellow in my personal time. I didn't like the song because I was hearing it too often because I don't listen to the radio either. I just personally didn't like the song itself. Mostly because I didn't know who Cardi B really was. And it seemed to me that this was a one-off. Like, she's going to just release this weird song and, you know, leave the face of this earth. I did not expect for her to release an album such as Invasion of Privacy, and it would be a genuinely decent album. Yeah, this is the kind of song where you can look at the lyrics and immediately you can hear the, the pace of the song just, like, playing in your head. I think it's the music in this case that really makes this particular song. He's expensive. These are red bottoms. These are bloody shoes at the store. I can get them both. I don't want to choose. It's 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 another empowerment song. It's very like... catchy. Incredibly catchy. Oh, it's so catchy. <laughs> this track pretty much supersedes any other track on this album, even if that other track is catchy. I don't dance now. I make money moves. Say I don't gotta dance. I make money move. Mm -hmm. She's trying to once again tell people that she is not a stripper anymore. That she used to be one. Yeah, she, she, there's a lot of things that she's going to remind you of. She's going to remind you that she was a stripper. She's going to remind you that she's rich now. And she's going to remind you that she's Cardi B. Ellis, whatever you do, be careful. To a piece of shit. Man, I thought you would have learned a lesson. About liking pictures, not returning texts. I guess it's fine, man. I get the message. You still stutter after certain questions. You keep in contact with certain nexus. Do you though? Trust me, nigga, it's cool though. Said that you was working, but you out here chasing culo and putas, chilling poolside, living two lives. I could have did what you did to me to you a few times, but if I did decide to stop, be careful is Cardi's third single. Don't you know? I do know this. This is actually the song that I heard and decided, you know, Cardi B is all right. This is the song that changed my mind about her for me. It's probably one of her more very pop-focused uh, songs. Because mm -hmm. it actually kind of has a sort of electronic flow and an actual chorus. Uh, very cleanly. It's a very clean song. It is. And also lyrically, it's very simple. Yeah. Well, I won't say very simple, but you, you can get the idea very quickly, even if you don't understand most of the lines. Right. It's, it's quite slower than her other tracks um, and not as aggressive, but it's certainly trying to, you know, it's, its message is basically for her man not to be sleeping around with other women. It's a warning. It's quite poignant. It's just... She says, like, it's like, live your life the way you want to. That's fine. But you have to th you have to decide whether that's worth more than what you're going to risk by losing me. Once again, it's sort of a different kind of empowerment. It's a building yourself that you're important in the relationship, even if the other person does not uh, show you that you're that important. Let's do best life. You see the whip pulling up, it's like, screw. Dream pulling up, I'm like, screw. 
I'm living my best life. It's my birthday, at least that's what I'm dressed like. I'm like Big Pop mixed with Tupac. I'm like Machiavelli, need a little Caesar pizza. I be hot and ready, nigga. You a pussy and a rat. You like Tom and Jerry, nigga. You ain't balling. You just talking. That's that commentary. I was in the field, man. I slayed for this. Had to talk to God, drop down and pray for this. To my surprise, he replied, say you made for this. This is the collaboration between Cardi B and Chance the Rapper. Now, if you want the closest to, like, a comfort song of the album... Is this a comfort song? I think it is. Actually, okay, I can see that. I think it's a comfort song when Chance the Rapper is performing. Uh, but when you go to Cardi B, she still feels like, you know, bringing up dirt and stuff. And, and Chance the Rapper is just, you know, it's just saying, said I'm living my best life. Made a couple M's with my best friends. Turned all my L's into lessons. I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that is a cute rhyme, yeah. The, the, I just think this song isn't terribly consistent in its messaging. Uh, mostly due to Chance the Rapper switching out with Cardi B. There's just a line that I really, really like from Cardi B's verses, which is, Had to talk to God, dropped down and prayed for this. To my surprise, he replied, said you made for this. Now, can you imagine the conversation, <laughs> how the conversation went? It was like, it's like, please, please give me the success. Uh, make me the star that I know I am. And God was like, ooh, I see, your, I see you got skill. I see you got talent. You got everything. Go, go for it, girl. Go, go. <laughs> I, I do like the line in general because it feels sort of humble. I think it's the only time that she actually seems feels humble. humble possibly, is... I, I I rarely see that from her. Honestly, I guess she sort of gives a little bit of credit to just like that she prayed for this, she like she begged for this, uh, mm-hmm. and things went went her way. That uh, she sort of put herself down so that she can bring herself up. That's how I see it. I do like the line though from Chance. Uh, you don't like money, I can see it in your eye. You don't like winning, I can see it in your tie. I don't know what that may actually mean. To me, it means... Your tie stinks! Yeah. (laughs) Or, why are you even wearing a tie? Because you're wearing a tie, you don't care. You are not breaking boundaries. That's always what I thought of ties. Uh, That's how what I (laughs) inflict on this line. It may mean something completely different. But it's kind of interesting that he thinks that uh, somebody doesn't like money just by staring into their eyes. Really? Even the people who absolutely hate everything likes money. Maybe not. It just seems like Chance the Rapper is is, is just driving a car over the place and Cardi B is like, it's like, oh my god, so many problems. <laughs> and then and Chance the Rapper is like, no, no, it's all good. It's, it's good. It's, we're having a good time. Come on, we have so much money. We're driving. It's like, whoa. Well, it's Chance the Rapper being Chance the Rapper. He, he kind yes. of brings his personality and attitude to this song. I don't think I've ever heard him being that upset. He doesn't get upset. He's he's just quite happy. I think so. Well, I hope it affects Cardi B in the future. Um, let us move on to I Like It. I like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals, where's my pen, bitch I'm signing, I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks, I like going to the Tula, I put rocks all in my watch, I like sexes from my exes when they want a second chance, I like proving niggas wrong, I do what they say I can't, they call me party, party. And I like it is the fourth single, it features Bad Bunny and Jay Baldwin. 
And it samples from Pete Rodriguez's 1967 song, I Like It Like That. Indeed. Everybody knows that song. I actually didn't. You did not know that song before this one? No. I am ashamed to know you. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say it's the greatest song ever. I just definitely have heard it before. (laughs) How could you not? (laughs) You better be turning on your radio now. (laughs) Hear me, boy. Sorry. Honestly. It It just never showed up. In a movie, in a TV show, it shows up, my friend. It shows up. Not the, not knowing the song, I like the way the song was embedded within this um, context. But so we're not going to talk about the music. But but it is actually her her most playful song. They call me Cardi Barty Banging Body Spicy Mommy Hot Tamale. Oh yes, Sing Ooh, it. hotter than a Somali. Yeah, fur coat Ferrari. Now <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. All these things are different, are hot for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Ferrari is like, it's like hot red or just like sharp colors. Uh, fur coat is hot because it's just, it's just supposed to keep you warm. And Somali, I guess you refer to Somalia, is just a warm country in a hot climate. Yes. So, she, so she, what I'm hearing is that she's a hot climate. Uh, <laughs> uh, she keeps you warm, <laughs> and she lo- and she gives off the sense of hotness. Sure. Yeah. In that she could she can walk very fast. She's the she's the Flash. Did you know that Lady Gaga makes an appearance in this song? What? Yeah. Uh, Jay Bovin mentions me? her. No, Lady Gaga is oh, not actually performing. Oh. I'm sorry that she is being she. <laughs> she gets mentioned. Oh, I got so confused. Yes, yes, <laughs> I got, that's the only part of the Spanish verse that I didn't that I can only that I can, I can understand. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's funny. A lot of references here. But, 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 do Do you know why she? Oh, uh, Lady Gaga's referenced. I don't know. He, that's the thing. I think a lot of these songs just contain references for the heck of it. They don't necessarily need to be there. They're there for uh, to help out the rhyme or to inflate the lyrics to pat in some information. I honestly that that's mostly the reason why I don't tend to listen to a lot of mainstream rap music. It's because I don't think there is a reason for all, some of the lyrics. And it's hard to justify them aside from saying, oh, you know, this is just for fun. This is just being said out there. It, it, it works well. It rhymes. Let's just have fun with it. And fine. That's all well and good. But how am I supposed to analyze you? Oh, he's so handsome. What's his name? What is his name? Tell me. Who is he? Let us move on to Ring. I don't like Ring. <laughs> well, now Ring is the fifth single from the album, and it features Kalani. Do you know a lot about Kalani? I know that she is, I believe, either bisexual or a lesbian. And in this queer-themed world we live in, that's all we need to know. That is really all that matters. That's where I found a lot of attention in her, was that in the way that that is portrayed in her music. I don't oh, recall. Okay. I, I, don't I, I, th- I thought she's, she's. 
Uh, for a second, it just sounded like you were going to say something rude. It was oh, like, no. it's like, the only reason why she's famous is because <laughs> she's, she's a lesbian. lesbian. No, 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 no. I, I don't think that. <laughs> Nor would I ever say that if it happens to be true. But I, <laughs> I don't recall <laughs> actually liking any of her music or remembering any of her music. I believe it is the latter. Yeah, but going back to this, that has nothing to do with Alani. I just don't like this song. <laughs> Really? What's wrong with it? After so much complaining from Cardi <laughs> in the past few songs, now it's like, it's like, it's like, he's not answering my phone. This actually only talks about one thing. And they're talking about how, you know, it, somebody is not picking up, the, not calling them or something. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. Um, I love the, I like the line, learn to text with your nose if your thumb is broke. If your thumb broke. That's funny. Yeah. Better still wake up to missed calls from your ass. <laughs> now, now, there's a multiple problems with this line, I must huh. say. <laughs> what? I do not want the man's butt to be conforming me of stuff. She wishes she was waking up to missed calls. Yeah, the man is just not calling her. The butt isn't calling. Yeah, you have to set your expectations low. You can't expect inanimate parts of the body to start talking uh, right. on the phone. Oh, no. Although there ha- there have been cases of butt dialing. You've heard of it. This is true. Maybe this is what she's referring to. This is what Think she's about that. She wants her man to butt dial her every chance he gets. Or his butt gets. I'll keep this in mind. But this is like a part one to another song that's happening later in the album. And we'll get to that. And we'll get to that. She's going to once again talk about the phone. I just want to highlight a few lines that concern me. Yeah. You're going to be sick to your stomach. Hit me when you're free. 1-800. Why does she have a commercial line? (laughs) This is a problem. Are you running a business? Uh, It's an emergency. Call me 911. Once again, also a problem. <laughs> if you're if you're an emergency responder, there's a, there is a strong chance that he might not be getting you. Right. I mean, <laughs> there might be someone else who gets the, the number. Oh, so it makes sense call. why you're not getting any calls from him. You're giving him wrong numbers. You're telling yeah, him. Be- <laughs> Unless you have a business and you're the only one as part of that business without an extension, or you work at the police dispatch unit, I don't think he will ever reach you. She didn't even finish the 800 number. There are so many 800 numbers. I know. He could only assume where you were, honey. Really? Baby. She, he, he might call 1-800-STEAMERS. But I like that she clarifies that coffee is hot. Yes. Half of people who buy stuff at Starbucks don't understand that reference, but because they get frappuccinos. This is what I was getting from that. Now, we're moving on to Money Bag. hysterical song and i can't wait to delve into it i'll let you take the lead on this okay i think i need some time to digest now there are a few questions i would like to pose she mentions 
He can tell from the front I get. I got ass behind me, and I park my Bentley truck on my Versace driveway. Skirt. Now, how <laughs> how does a Versace driveway actually look like? And I personally did not know that Versace made driveways. I, I have to say that I think Versace is overrated. <laughs> well, it, it's been around for a while. And it may be overrated. I don't. I personally don't buy Versace. It does mean rich. She got down to tell a Versace to to go to her driveway and say, <laughs> "Look at this. This is a mess. I want you to change it to your style." And Donatella's like, "Yes, mm. yes. This is this is the, this is where my career was going. I want pictures. I need to make this driveway. Put it up on your gram. Yeah, I think this is important. The beginning of the chorus. Okay." Uh, I said, Bay, it's a snack. He said, it's an entree. <laughs> she, she's talking about uh, uh, her genitalia. Her, right. her, her, her vagina. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, no, it's, it's, it's a nice snack. You can enjoy. You can enjoy. And he says, oh, no. <laughs> this is going to be so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be so full after this. I've eaten it's an entree. Yes. With them pretty ass twins, you look like Beyonce. Now, <laughs> as I was reading it, uh, I started to realize what he was actually referring, which with what she was actually referring to. Mm. Because what I was thinking was that there were just two people who looked like Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B and one other person who just looks like Cardi B. If he merged them together, they would look like Beyonce, which doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> I don't think that's scientifically proven. No, but he's talking about her boobs. Right, obviously. right. Wasn't clear to me, but then again, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> she actually does talk about Beyonce a lot, even the previous she song. Does. She does. It's like, I-, I met Beyonce. I met the mother of Beyonce. I've met all of Beyonce. She even mentioned that she listens to Beyonce's on the radio or something. Like Beyonce is on the radio. I think that was one of the lines. I and I want to hope... know which station she's on. Yeah, and I do hope she's actually a fan. Her she name drops Beyonce like a billion times. I mean, she's gotta like something about Beyonce. Yeah, it's almost as comparable as how often she talks about how wealthy she is. She, I mean, I can imagine Beyonce being a very big inspiration for her, both both in success as a Powerful black woman, and also for the money. All the money. I do like the line, tramps jumping on my dick. I just think that's funny. So, I'm also confused. (laughs) Are you? Are you saying that the person is looking like, oh, I see what it means now. Never mind. So actually- I want to hear the logic. (laughs) I want to hear your thought process. I was actually going to point out that when she mentions looking like money bag- money bag, money bag, that she was referring to somebody looking like a bag of money. And me thinking that that person must be hideous. But it looks to me that she's also, she thinks that her rack, her boobs, look like money bags, which also is quite alarming. Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking of just someone uh, like Mr. Moneybags. I didn't understand like what that Monopoly meant. the Monopoly man. Right, but, but because... I thought the, I thought the, I thought Cardi B looked like the Monopoly man. <laughs> yes, she, she looks exactly <laughs> like the Monopoly man. Um, you know, I, I saw a picture of Monopoly and Cardi B and I was like, I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> but I think she, I think... <laughs> I... <laughs> 
don't think so. Uh, that's quite of an insult to herself, no? Not to say that the money that the Monopoly man is not attractive. He is gorgeous. Monopoly man is gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> I hung him up on my wall. <laughs> I choose him every I hate time. Monopoly. <laughs> but the boobs are looking like money bags. Not very firm. Are very lumpy though. They're very lumpy. Like this boob job that she got, that she's very proud of. I suggest she going back, fixing all those lumps. No, if they looked like heads of the Monopoly Man, that's even <laughs> more horrifying to the okay. eyes. And there's a verse in this song that I I just think I want to be there. I just really want to be there, and it's and I love the lines in that verse she says these bitches salty they sodium they jelly petroleum always talking in the background don't never come to the podium chef cardi b i'm cooking up i see you hoes at the stove again while you hoes were sleeping on me i made 40 bands by 4 p.m what is going on there are things happening i cannot keep up just in those four lines she made 40 bands by 4 p.m what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Is she signing? Does she have a record label? Has she created something? But she's cooking. I want that to be transformed into a visual. I would like to know what's happening. Mary Berry's going to get so confused. <laughs> she's a part of it, in fact. She might be judging this later. A new season is coming, after all. Now, we've talked enough about this song. Let us yes, move yeah, on. I, I think we're done. Yeah. Let's move on to Barty or Cardi. Your bitch want party with Cardi. Cardi and Barty and a Rari. Diamonds all over my body. Shining all over my body. Cardi got your bitch on Molly. Bitch, you ain't gang, you land. Billy truck land the land. Blow the brain. I go insane, insane. I drop a check on the chain. Fuck up a check in the flame. Cardi took your man, you upset. Uh. Cardi got rich, they upset. Yeah. Cardi put the pussy on offset. Cardi and Cardi be brain on offset. Cardi took your man, you upset. Uh. Cardi got rich, they upset. Yeah. Cardi put the Cartier, Bardi, and Arari. It is the second single from the album. I have to say, in all seriousness, this is some of the best uh, wordplay in the entire album. Just like the the chorus. Uh huh. Cardi took your man, your you upset ah. Uh. Cardi got rich, they upset yeah. <laughs> Cardi put that oh on offset. Cartier, Cardi be a brain on offset. Cardi took your man, you upset. It, it's just like it continuing those kind of right. uh, jumping between upset, offset. Uh, and it's kind of cool. Genius is a genius when it comes to these lyrics. Because I was reading, originally I was reading some of the lyrics from Apple Music. And they get words wrong. Like so wrong to the point where the meaning is completely different. When she mentions, um, I drop a check on the chain, fuck up a check in the flame. What, you know, Apple Music wrote... I drop a check on the chain, fuck up a check in the plane. <laughs> so I was thinking to myself, there must have been turbulence. <laughs> that she couldn't sign the damn check on this plane. She fucked it up, I say. Fucked it. <laughs> Not as glamorous, I must say. But also, I think she's definitely using, she's depositing her checks via her phone. Because she wouldn't be able to put it on fire if she's giving the check into the ATM machine. Just figuring out how she does her banking business right there. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out all her financial woes. Is 21 Savage theory religious? Perhaps. I don't eat the vagina. 
No. I'm fasting on God. Okay. I like hot sauce on my chicken. On God. Yeah. My sperm worth millions. On God. What does that mean? I, I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. I'm an atheist, so I more so have no idea. But I, I would watch my back when you're around Cardi. I mean, she, she can hurt someone. She's, she's drugging people. Cardi got your bitch on Maui. Goodness gracious, when did this happen? Was she, did she say yes? I hope she did. Swap out the tick for the brain. That's quite the surgery. <laughs> There's a lot of things that we can take too literally in this song. I think it's funny that we do. It might actually, if, if we really intensely looked at this, this would be a horror film. This would indeed be a horror film. Like a good idea, actually, for one. I would be scared. I'm terrified. But actually, she did fuck up a check in Givenchy. I, I just don't think Cardi B should be in charge of paper checks or any of the sort. She keeps fucking them up. I don't think she should be in charge with paper. In general. She puts them in fire. She... She fucks them up in a Givenchy store. I mean, honestly, woman, leave these things alone. Give them to your accountant. Let's move on. We, <laughs> we've been proactive with talking about almost every song so far in this album. So let's just skip She Bad because we don't have much to say. The only thing I could possibly point out is that YG is obsessed with trying to correlate that ass with a Gucci bag. They're, they're drilling those words into your head that every time you hear that ass, you think Gucci bag or Fendi bag. And fine, do as you will. Let's go to through your phone. I don't want to hear about invasion of privacy. I had a feeling it turns out you lie to me. I'm holding back everything that's inside of me. How you all fucking with bitches that follow me? Heart is beating like it's bleeding now. I went through your phone last night, saw some things I didn't like. You immediately get the whole picture. Everything is justified now. With the with the ringing, it's like, you don't know what's happening. It could be bad, it could be good, who knows. Or he's just asleep. Here, I went through your phone, saw some things I didn't like. I understand that. I've had an ex do, do that to me, actually. It caused quite the stir. I've only had one real relationship and we're engaged, so I, I don't know what to it, tell you. Right, right. I, I understand the feeling, but from the other side, not that I was hiding anything from my ex. It's just there were things that were there that they didn't need to see. That's all. And this is where the title of the album comes from, Invasion of Privacy. There you go. And actually, I think also the title is from the process of recording this album. Because the second she started to do so, she lost all semblance of privacy is it meaning specifically for the song and for cardi b's experience as a whole i can picture this song quite well the way it's laid out yeah this, this is a song that that, that that gives a bit more of like a murderous tendency with cardi b oh uh, you're sleeping peacefully getting more mad at you thinking about stabbing you don't even know that you this close to dying gonna wake up <laughs> why you got an attitude that's why if cardi b was just like leaning over him with a knife and he just wakes up it's like why do you have an attitude yeah this must be the most chill man in the world she's serving 
bowls of cereal with a teaspoon of bleach. Ugh. But don't worry, Beyonce is on her stereo. Is resentment a single? I'm gonna say yes, just because it looks like she's referring to a song and she mentions Beyonce, but I don't know what that song is. Neither do I. So the song is from 2006, uh, mm. which also disc- discredits the idea that she's hearing it on repeat on the radio. Yeah. Unless she's referring to a time in 2006 or 2007. She, she's like 25. I mean, okay. When you say, when she says stereo, <laughs> she says stereo, not radio. So it means okay. that she could okay. basically be playing it herself. I see. I see. But it's sort of another excuse to bring up Beyonce again. Yeah. It's once again, another song about phone Beyonce. trouble. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> Beyonce and, <laughs> and phone trouble. She seems to be having a lot of that with her man, men. Not not her current man, because she keeps saying that this has nothing to do with Offset. Yeah, I think the, the songs that specifically refer to Offsets seems to show that they have a very good sex life. Yeah. And probably everything else. Too. They're getting along well, it seems. Um, I mean, they're constantly collaborating. That was like a thing that people were complaining about Cardi B, that she was allegedly the fourth member of Migos, but she isn't. She just, They just like to collab and what's wrong with that i don't get it yeah i think they actually work really well what is wrong with this working with the same person multiple times why is that such a big to do especially if it's a wife of one of the members of i I think well i think when that was pointed out it was before they were really seeing each other Uh, but even but even before then what is the problem actually i want to say most artists do that they work with the same person multiple times. Maybe they were worried about an- another Black Eyed Peas. A Fergie incident. Which is weird because Cardi B is, is very much her own person and making her own stuff that's, that's, that's very much, I think, equal to the level of rapping style and uh, skill that Migos does, if not more so. I think so. I think, I think Cardi B has tapped into something more deeper than Migos has ever did. I think Migos was able to create an interesting flow that most rappers or new rappers are mimicking. Yeah. (laughs) But I think Cardi B went further. Okay, let's just move on to the last and final song on this album. Oh my god, I can't believe we talked about virtually every song. This is unheard. (laughs) No, honestly, we didn't do that for any of the other albums. For a lot of the other albums that we've reviewed. And we're doing it for the one album we thought we'd have difficulty reviewing. That is so yep. odd. Okay. <laughs> Let us go to I Do. I do whatever I like, I do. What I like, I do, I do. I do. What I like, I do, I do. I do, I do. What I like, I do, I do. I do. What I like, I do, I do. I think it's bad. It's a gift from God. Gift from God. I think you broke hoes, need to get a job. Get a job. Now I'm a boss, I run my own name on the checks. Pussy so good, I said my own name during sex. I just have to make a statement that because I have to. Uh-huh. SZA, I love you. Yes. I think Control as an album has grown on me even more so. I thought it was one of my favorite albums of last year, but I think it's become the favorite album of last year. Like, like not that I don't like uh that I don't like Mass Seduction anymore from St. Vincent, but I was gonna say. More so that there's been only a handful of times that I've listened to Mass Seduction uh-huh. uh, this year. 
I've listened to Control so many times. Really? It just taps to the right kind of anxiety and uh, the right time, uh, type of mindset that I'm in. That it just works. Wow. So well. Okay. Very nice. I think she made a fantastic album. I just love how popular she became in that. So she's... Very quickly. ...to be this successful. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, almost as quickly as Cardi B. Exactly. If, if, so if I not think they, 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 they should work. They work together. Yeah. Um, and obviously, this praise for SZA is not out of the blue. She is featured in this song, I Do. And what do you do? Oh, yeah, yeah. We forgot to mention <laughs> Just randomly just talking about SZA. Um, <laughs> and at first, I thought I Do was going to be about marriage, just just from simply from the title. I was going to yeah. pounce on Cardi B for making it about marriage because none of the other songs have anything to do with that. In fact, it's about like trying to warn her man not to cheat on her. And now they go they go straight to marriage, uh, but it's not. It's actually about her doing whatever she wants to do. That's and the gist know, of the whole entire. Good song. for you. Good for her. She can do that as long as she's not drugging people without their knowledge, or killing them without their knowledge. There's a, a two a two sets of lines that I just really like. That I just hear it and I think, damn, damn. Now now I'm a boss. I write my own name on the checks. You know what is so good? I say my own name during sex. Uh-huh. I was like, whoa. It, it, it's kind of hot, though. What do you think about that? I think it's hot. I thought it was hot when I saw it in Call Me By Your Name. I think it's hot now. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> you know what? I agree. As long as the person she's having sex with is saying his name as well. I hope Offset is saying his name. Oh, can you, can you just imagine that she's she's like she's going Cardi B, Cardi B, Cardi B, and he's going Offset, <laughs> Offset, Offset. <laughs> That's the safety word, Offset, Offset. It's not a very sexy name. <laughs> not not that sexy. No, it it could be better, but it's all right. Maybe he's saying his actual name because Offset is is his stage name. Nah. <laughs> They keep her professional at all times. <laughs> I think it's a actually a nice song to end the album with. Ooh, I saw a line that I like. I'm provocative, it's my prerogative. ADK just to know what time is it. I just think that's a cool way of saying that my, I have a really expensive watch. Yeah, it's it's an interesting play on words. I I, I like um leave his text on red. Leaf his balls on blue. Put it on airplane mode so none of those calls come through. (laughs) It sounds like some sort of Stephen Sondheim almost line. Leave his text on red. Leave his balls on blue. It's like into the woods right here. (laughs) (laughs) And and then and then Offset starts listening to Ring. Mm Hmm. So he's like, I'm not getting my messages. What's going on? (laughs) Hello. Hi. Okay, we're done. <laughs> Finito. Invasion of privacy. Shut down, I say. These bitches. Shut it down. Take it. Then. You can't buy it anymore. It's all that. Stop. Out. Stop coming, you for God's sake. stopped all shipping. We're done. Shipments are gone. Alice, overall, what did you think of this album? Leaving music aside. It's, 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 it's a very good album, and it's very much could be in the top ten, if if possible. 
yeah, before going through this recording and doing some research, I didn't think that this album would have made my top 10, but it's definitely a contender now, seeing as how much information, how much uh, really there is in this uh, the in lore. these songs. The lore. The, <laughs> uh, the storytelling. The, the storytelling, yeah. Even though the album doesn't necessarily tell a story, it's more autobiographical in a way. It has a narrative to it. You sort of sit in and listen to the to Cardi B where she is and what and what she got out of from her past. Sure, I mean she could do a little without being so repetitive on certain issues and topics, like definitely the money thing, and I think that's what was the biggest problem with um, uh, Beyonce's and Jay Z's album that they only talked about things they had and to me it became overwhelming yeah and i think that a bigger difference is that uh, it's kind of nice to hear about young people coming from poor backgrounds getting up and being successful it's not so great hearing people who have been successful for over 20 years continue to talk about how much money they have yeah i mean we understand it you've made songs prior to this one talking about how, you know, that you're rich now, and that's all well and good. I am so happy for you. You don't need to rub it in our faces this much. Cardi B doesn't necessarily do so. She's just starting out, which means, you know, we're starting to learn from her, seeing where she is. And she has the, right now the right to maybe uh, flaunt yeah. some of her spending. But if she continues to do it, though, like in the next few albums, I may start to get irritated. Oh. All I'll say is that if it were me, I'd be pretty excited about all the money too. Just, just, just a little bit. I, I personally probably wouldn't write about it. I, I think I might be too overwhelmed by it to, to really uh, flaunt everything. Yeah. I personally don't think it's right to discuss money like this. Only from my perspective, just because I don't want to make people feel bad. You know, if I happen to have a more than average amount of money, I really wouldn't talk about it. There are other things to talk about that are, I think are more important. Anyways, that's that. Now, do you, are there any other albums you've been listening to lately that would be prudent for our listeners to listen to as well? Yeah, so I want to bring up an album, just just a, a sort of like a homework assignment. So mm-hmm. This has very little to do with Cardi B, but outside of, of listening to this album and trying to understand some of the lyrics, I was listening to the new Idols album, Joy mm. as an Act of Resistance. They released an album in 2017 called Brutalism. I believe it's their first uh, full-length album. Mm-hmm. And they followed it w- one year later, a very short amount of time, with a brand new album. And let me tell you something. If you like the first album, which is just really funny, well, a lot of lines are just really catchy and it's really funny, and I think it gives just a good idea as to what kind of mindset they're on. It's also very, very liberal. Like, like if you can't handle liberal politics, maybe not. Maybe sit this one out. Yeah. Joy, is, joy of an act of resistance. Uh, instead of feeling rushed, it feels like a, a bigger maturity for them. In which they've, they've sort of gotten all their goofiness out uh, in, their, in the first album. And then they've developed themselves... Uh, Further, they wanted to get their points across a lot better. And there was a certain point in the song, in the album, where I started clapping. 
Oh, really? I don't think I've ever done that for an album. I think there were some albums where it went like, yeah, yeah. But I think this this is the first time I clapped. <laughs> I've done like a one single clap. It's like, ha that's what I want. What I'll say is definitely give this a shot if you like this really punk rock British uh, uh, al- albums, okay, kind of music. Um, if you're not, if you weren't so keen on the first album, you might actually get something from the second album if you think that there that the first album was a little too flat or a little too single tone, because mm-hmm. the second album just just goes all over the place. It's it feels more wholly a, a, a whole album, like a whole complete album. Definitely nice. highly recommend it. Give it a shot. I've just added it to my playlist. Damon, do you have any recommendations? <laughs> oh, did you have to ask? Um, yeah, I mean, I've listened to a few albums. The one that stood out to me the most was the latest Troy Sivan album. It's called Bloom. Just listen to it. It's nice. It's There's some comforting moments. It, it, it's very highly rated. Is it? Does it deserve that high of praise? In your opinion. There's a thing in the back of my mind whenever I listen to music from LGBTQ artists. I want them to push that envelope further. And I want them to really talk about certain issues. Troy doesn't. Not really. But when he does, it's vague. It it could mean anything. It's up for interpretation. But obviously, if you know who this person is, you would know that that's what that means. I think it's actually a pretty decent album. I think it's it, it's nice. Do I think it can be better? Yeah. So maybe the rating is a bit too much, but I, I would recommend people listen to this album. All right, I might give it a shot. I think the, the only uh, album that I listened to recently that was very, uh, that sort of gives me that sort of young male gay uh, kind uh-huh. of album is uh, uh, Boy in Jeans by Ryan Betty. Huh, I don't even know what that is. I think I've heard his name before, but he was sort of like this this teenage idol kind of kind of thing where I think he was doing X Factor or something, and uh, the, it's just like uh, girls in their t- in their teens were just like just like going all over him, and he came out recently and completely changed his uh, look, and he made a very very gay album. Oh, okay. He's been he's been sleeping with a lot of men based on the album. <laughs> I don't know how much I can recommend it. I don't know if I like it very much. But it's got... I, there are some songs that I think there's something to it. Where I, I'm looking at this and like, if he keeps doing that, mm-hmm. I think there's, there's a potential to it. Okay. If you get comforted by just really gay songs, there's a, there's a lot to, to hear. Which sounds like it. a smooth, smooth electronic. Uh, hmm. uh, kind of, kind of has some nice beats here and there. All right, good to know. Yeah. And with that, we end there. Make money move.